Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got Gabe Boyd um, back with me. And this is going to be um, kind of a, a weird thing because we're actually going to be talking about um, men speak truth. And for those who have been listening to the podcast, they might be thinking, well, that's the one that you covered at the very beginning because Gabe uh, gave us five things, five principles, uh, five practical things that we can do, right? Men speak truth, men serve others. Men, I'm looking at Gabe. Love deeply. Love deeply. Men endure, endure joyfully, joyfully. And men walk humbly with the Lord. That's right. Um, but if you listened to the podcast, when you listened to the one that was supposed to be Speak Truth, I totally got us sidetracked, right? Went down a little rabbit hole, ended up talking about something totally different. Okay. Um, and we never, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gabe's like, yeah, I'm used to it. Um, but, but we never really focused on what it means for men to speak truth. And so I wanted to come back to that, even though we're kind of at the end of that series, I wanted to come back to that and land on the men speak truth. Now, um, a couple little um, just kind of housekeeping things, sure. right? One, um, this will be the first one that you and I are recording that we're actually not in the studio. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just in a room without <laughs> all the great sound effects and uh, we got a mic between us. That's right. Um, and so this will be a little bit different. Um, it may sound not quite as great, um, but hopefully our listeners um, are listening to the content of what we're saying. Oh, that's right. right. The and content not, will be amazing. The content will be amazing. The quality may be a, a step down. That's okay. Um, but that's okay. And then the other thing I wanted to share was um, my kids have listened to the podcast now that we've released them. Congratulations. No, that's not always. Okay. Yeah. It, and, and the reason is, um, is because I'm, I'm now getting called out by my kids um, on some things, uh, and one of them specifically. Okay? okay, and I think it was in the men serve others, uh, where I just talked about the importance of when you like, like when you go out to eat, yes, uh, and somebody you know serves you and they're making your meal, uh, and let's say for instance they give you something you know that you didn't order or not in the right way, and just how to how to be kind and how to be generous, right? And my kids are like, um, Dad, you don't always do that. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. And so um, one of the things I said was, uh, okay, that's that's true, right? I don't always do it, but that's what I aspire to. Um, these are the ideals that we're laying out here. Um, but practically speaking, right, I'm not always going to live them out perfectly. And right. so um, now that my kids know what the ideals are, right, and I've been training them, but they're listening to the podcast, they're like calling me out. Um, but I think that's a positive thing, right? It's a positive thing in a man's life to have people who are holding you accountable to the aspiration that you want to be. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, well, just... we'll talk more about that today, actually. Yes. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately, right? More things for us to have our kids listen to and say, <laughs> hey, dad, you don't always do that. Uh, and that's very true. But um, today we want to talk about um, men speak truth. Yes. And so Gabe, right, you, you train a lot of young men, right? And you train them specifically in what this ideal means. That's right. What does it mean for a man to speak truth? What do yeah. you think? Yeah, well, one of the one of the reasons that I think this is so important, uh, and actually is actually the leading um, part of what we consider to be manhood, or somebody who's walking in the ways of a man, is this idea of, of them speaking truth. Uh, and really, I, I break it down into three different kind of categories of what this means to me. Okay. Uh, it, most obviously, when we talk about men speaking truth, uh, we're talking about being honest, uh, being men of integrity. Uh, I, I think that within our, our culture, uh, we see a lot of um, 
dishonest people. Sure. Uh, and and not not by way of uh, just outright lying all the time, but sometimes uh, it's just simply exaggerating the truth, or maybe making promises that we don't actually intend to keep. Oh, I like. Um, so, I, I think so. Both both of those are important. Right? Yeah. Scripture says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's right. So I think when we talk about men speak truth, it's not just that I'm saying something that's true, but I'm I'm also saying yes or I'm saying no to something that I, I plan on carrying out. Yeah, that's right? right. So if I say, hey, Gabe, I'm going to be there at eight o'clock tomorrow. Right. My intention is to be there. Right. You know, something may happen. Yeah. Right. Where it prevents me from being there. But I'm not telling you, Gabe, hey, I'm going to be there tomorrow at eight. And I have no intention of showing up. That's right. Right. That's so right. if men speak truth, right, the idea is that my yes is yes, my no is no. That's right. right? That's right. We I need to be men of our word. Men we of need our to be word. Somebody that somebody can count on. Right. But then the, the exaggeration part, I think, is important too, because um, so many times we we kind of fluff up things, right? Mm-hmm. The numbers get bigger, the fish gets larger, right. Yeah. right? You know, the the time, right? You know, my forty time, you know, went from five seconds to four point, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, right? yeah. the, the stories change a little bit over time. And I think, you know, from an aspect of, um, you know, for a man, right, you need to be able to live with the truth that has happened. Um, And if it's, if it's bad, one of the things I love about scripture, right, is that they don't, uh, in a sense, whitewash or sugarcoat, right, some of the bad things that some of these godly men, right? I mean, Peter's our great example, right? Yeah. We, see, we, so, we see so much negative about Peter, right? If Peter were in the room when they're putting scripture together, he's kind of like, hey, could we could we not include, right? The yeah, three right. times I denied Christ, could we not include, right? Let's focus on the walking on water, sure. not the time when I looked away and, you know, fell, right? But I think that that concept for men speak truth is um, we don't want to be exaggerators, right? right? We want to be able to share the good and the bad, right? Sure, and yeah. when somebody listens to the good, they go, hey, that, that's what happened, That's right. right? And when somebody understands the bad, they go, hey, that's a person who's willing, right, to admit their own, you know, failures or, or failings, right? But because God is our example, right, then it doesn't have to always be about me. I don't always have to be the hero of the story. Well, yeah, that, that's right. And, and one of the things that I think is so important about this idea of men speaking truth is that as we start to develop a rapport with other people of men who are who are consistent with the words that we speak and the actions that we live by, um, it, just, just something I was thinking about even this morning was um, if I become known as somebody who is not truthful, yes. uh, somebody who's not honest with the things that I say and the things that I do, um, even in the context of a job or my friends or my spouse or my kids, uh, it just makes me wonder that when I actually have something sincere to share with them, right. something maybe along the lines of the gospel or something of uh, my faith being lived out, that if I haven't been known to be truthful in matters that don't really matter, uh, what would make me uh, sound appealing or... Um, filled with integrity on things that actually matter, uh, things of my faith. Like why, why would somebody believe me in these really important areas of my life if I haven't been completely honest in the things that don't really matter? Right. Yeah, and super. I just think that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a really important aspect, I think, for men is that, man, if we can learn to be truthful in, in the lesser, then when it comes, um, uh, when opportunities come for us to speak life or truth to other people uh, by way of sharing the love of Jesus with them, uh, man, I think that all of a sudden, like, we have something that people are willing to listen to because they know that what we're saying is the truth. Yeah. 
that's, that's super important. What are the other, there's two more things you Yeah, said? there's two other ways um, outside of just the obvious of like when we speak truth, we want to be honest. Right. Uh, the other one is that if, if you're a believer, probably when we say things about speaking the truth, you may your mind may automatically run to Ephesians 4 yeah. where uh, Paul just tells the, the church in Ephesus that we are going to speak the truth in love. Okay. Right? This is something that within the Christian circles we always talk about, right? Uh, but I think it's very interesting that even in Ephesians 4, like we see, uh, we see Paul talking to this church, really instructing them on what unity within the body of believers looks like. Right. Uh, and he says that the reason that he's calling this church to unity is because he wants to make sure that they are grounded, that they are equipped, that they have been trained in righteousness so that they're not tossed around uh, like the, the waves in the ocean, right? right, that they're, not, right. They're, not, they're not tricked by the schemes of human cunning and things like that. But the way that he says that here's how you guys are not going to be tricked by the things of this world. Here's how you guys are going to stay unified. It's by speaking truth and love to one another, by seeing the actions of other people. And when people start to go off the rails a little bit, then as a loving brother, we call them back to what's true and what's right uh, about what they know uh, according to their faith. And so this is how uh, Paul tries to organize this idea of unity within the body is by us having the ability to, like you said earlier, hold each other accountable, yeah. uh, to speak truth to one another, even if that means calling somebody out, but doing it in a very loving way, yeah. so uh, when, not in when, a dishonest when, or, a, or a demeaning way. Right. When you say speak the truth in love, the, um, the thought that comes to my mind is that commercial um, where it's uh, it's a picture of like Abraham Lincoln talking to his wife, right? And <laughs> his wife says, you know, does this dress make me look fat? Uh, and Abraham Lincoln, who's you know known for a person who uh, doesn't lie, right. right, is kind of stuck, right, because he can't he can't say no, <laughs> yeah, because um, the you know the it does make her look fat, um, and so the the speaking truth in love, the the concept from a man's perspective is, um, you know, if you're just speaking truth uh, and just telling people um, the truth of the matter, right, that's one thing, right, but speaking truth in love is finding a way to present the truth in a way that it's going to be received well by the other person, right, yeah. right, so I'm not just going to tell you. Um, hey, you did that wrong. You know, hey, hey, Gabe, that's you know, that's that's wrong. You didn't do it right. It's like, like, how do I frame it in such a way that I'm, in a sense, you said calling out, right? But I'm calling somebody up, right? right. I'm, I'm raising the standard. I'm saying, hey, um, I think we can do this better. Um, you know, hey, let me help you with this. Um, it's not that calling out somebody and saying that's wrong um, is not something that you can do in an appropriate spot, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, two two plus two is not five. When someone that's puts right. it down, you, you mark it wrong. Um, but I think the idea, right, as you said, you know, Paul's looking to seek unity, right? right? Not a lot of people like being called out, mm -hmm. right? But the whole idea of constructive criticism, of being able to walk alongside people um, and help them in the errors that they have, in the areas that need help um, by pointing out the truth, um, but yet they know that you love them. And so that, you know, if I'm saying, hey, Gabe, I see this in you and it needs to be corrected, right? You and I have a relationship where you go, oh, well, you know, Dan wants what's best for me, right? So I'm going to listen to that because when he speaks, when he says something, right, I'm going to listen to that. It's going to be true. It's going to be honest, but it's also going to be in love. And I think yeah, that's, that's important. That's right. And you said something really important there about having a relationship, yeah. right? Is that when we speak the truth to people, like it needs to be done within the context of somebody that we have a relationship with, somebody right. that we've built some rapport with, uh, that our words are not just um, a condemnation, but rather uh, an uplifting or a calling up into something greater. 
because this is the only way that unity happens is when there's something that actually unifies us yeah. together. Paul, and Paul, one of the things Paul will talk about is like your, your words will be like a clanging symbol, mm -hmm. right? If they don't have love, mm -hmm. right? And so just that idea of like, even if I want to present truth to somebody, if I don't have a relationship with them, if they don't know that it's coming from a place of love, right? Then it's just like, you know, it's like nails, you know, running down the yeah, chalkboard, right. right? It's yeah. just, it's not going to be received well. So speaking the truth in love is super important. Yeah, just ho hoping to correct and equip and train and build one another up yes. uh, was the whole point of what Paul was saying in yeah. Ephesians there. And, so, and it's really the call to us as men, right, is to be able to do the same thing for one another, that in our relationships with each other, as we speak truth, we're actually equipping and training one another to go about and do uh, the work that God has planned for us. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing. I think it's one of the things that God has gifted men with if you look back at the garden mm -hmm. um you know adam got to name the animals and in a sense they didn't have a name until he gave them the name mm -hmm. uh, and i think it's a it's a picture of what god has given man a responsibility to do is to is to name things right is to call things out right so when uh when a when a dad says something to his kids and he, he recognizes you know the gift and the ability right and he says that to them right the, that kid in a sense kind of takes on that identity right this is what my dad sees in me um, but if it's negative, right, if you're calling out the negative in your kid all the time or you're the negative in your spouse all the time, right, then in a sense that relationship takes on that, right, that persona that yeah, the man right. has spoken into it, right? So I think it's a very important thing for a man if, you, if we're talking about men speak truth, right, it's important to realize that, you know, the, the words of a man are very powerful. That's right. Right, and in, a sense, right. in a sense they almost like they shape the reality in which we live, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to have a bad relationship with people, right, just keep on pointing out their flaws. Yeah, right. right? Speak, right. speak that truth into existence, right? Mm -hmm. The negativity, right, and, you know, and, and putting people down, and that's the reality that will be created. Yeah. Right, but we're not talking about men speak truth by putting others down. We're talking about men speak truth by building others up. That's right, and that actually leads us into the, the third aspect of men speaking truth. So we've covered that men speak truth uh, by way of being honest, yes. uh, by calling one another up. Uh, and I think one more thing on that is just simply this idea of humility in, inside of that relationship, right? That if as long as we're approaching other people and calling people to be something more than what they're currently showing, uh, it's coming from a place of humility and not pride. Right. Not that I've got this all figured up, out, but rather that, hey, I want you to be better so that you can help me be, become better as well whenever right. you see me going off. Well, when, Paul, when Paul says, right, imitate me because I'm imitating Christ, right, it's, it's the idea of saying, right? Um, my example is somebody other than me, right. right? And so you can follow me because I'm following Christ. And in humility, right, you're pointing people to Christ as the ultimate standard, right? right. So you're not really pointing people to yourself, right? It's not imitate me because I'm Dan Panetti. It's, right. hey, I'm imitating Christ. That's, that's the standard. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, so the third one, um, sorry, we got off track there, but the third one is um, to, to, to speak truth by way of, just like you said before, building each other up or encouraging. And man, I think that this is such, uh, such a lost art within uh, society, Agreed. especially when it comes to men. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for the most part, uh, females are much better of spe much better at speaking life or encouragement to one another uh, and using their words by way of affirmation uh, to speak life into other people. And man, I think that we as men have got to do a better job of this, uh, both relationally as friends, uh, but also as dads or as parents or as coworkers or bosses. 
Uh, I think that this is probably one of the most powerful things, and you've already said it, that a man can do is speak speak life and truth into other people by way of encouraging them. And, and I, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm clear here by saying that this is not just an empty empty flattery. Right, no. This is not just a flippant, like, flattery doesn't I'm saying something nice because I want you to be pleased with me right. or happy with me or I want to be on your good side. Uh, this is actually, this is something that speaks directly to another man's heart or to, to the heart of a child. Uh, something where I'm looking at your character and I'm going to speak life and I want to affirm these things that I see in you um, so that you can start to build and fashion your own reality of what the truth is about who you are and who God has made you to be. Yeah, so important. So one of the things that, that I don't think was around when I was a young person, um, but since I've been working with young people, high school kids especially, uh, I've come across a thing that they call, they refer to as the bro code, right? Where um, boys will never call out another boy, right? Um, you won't ever turn in one of your friends, right? You know, so, you know, Jimmy does something stupid and you know about it when they're like, okay, so, you know, who did something stupid? And you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not turning in Jimmy, right? It's, right. A, it's a bro code. It's like, you know, that's, that's something that we have, uh, you know, together as, as young guys is, is we don't call out somebody else. And, and I just thought about that. I was like, that's a, that's a terrible code to live by. Um, because it doesn't help the other person become better, right? And so the, the idea of, you know, you're not snitching on people, right? And you're just turning them in, right? But you're you're calling people to be held accountable for their actions so that they can get better in life. And I think we just have to understand that, right? That that's a concept of what it be, means to be a man is I want people to point out, right? Things that I have in my life where I need to be held accountable, right? So that I can get better at them, mm-hmm. right? And I want to surround myself with a, a group of guys Right, that want to do that as well. Right, so when you know my, my kids are listening to the podcast, and when I don't live up to the ideal, I want my kids to say, "Hey, Dad, you're not you're not doing that right." Right, right. I want a group of men around me, right, that you know listen to the podcast and have the same idea, and they say, "Hey, you know, I saw you out at dinner the other night, you know, and you weren't nice to that server." Right, yeah. got it. Yes, I, I need that. Right, and I think that's a, such an important thing that you're right. As as men, right, I think it's very hard for us to do with other men. Yeah. Right. To, you know, to hold you accountable, um, to speak that truth into your life of, you know, hey, Gabe, I saw this the other day. I think you need to do a better job of that. Uh, you know, um, you know, Trish and I, I remember when uh, when we first got married, we went out to dinner with a couple um, and he was there was a guy who was very negative about his wife in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really didn't pick up on it very much. We got in the car and Trisha's like, that's that's a marriage. that's not going to last. I was like, why? And she goes, if he's that negative about his wife in front of us, imagine what he's like in closed doors, yeah. right? Imagine what he's what he's like with his wife, what he's willing to say to his wife, right? Behind closed doors when we're not there, if he's willing to be negative, right? In front of other people. And I was like, wow, that is so true, Yeah. right? So just, just that idea of, right? Just, you know, from man to man, when we say men speak truth, right? That means that we uh, are calling each other out and holding each other accountable and willing to say the things that people need to hear, yeah. not just what they want to hear. Yeah, and I also think to that point, though, I, I think that we need to try to be really intentional about the words that we use, even when they may not be needed, right? And so okay. I'm thinking about instead of not just looking for opportunities to call people up and out, rather, can I look into somebody and just speak life into them? So like, Dan, I love your loyalty to your friends. I love the way I, w- I watch you serve others well. Like these are characteristics that I see in you. And I want to sp- I want to look for intentional opportunities to build you up in that way so that you might own that reality of that's who I see you as, as a man. And so live like that. 
And so I think even, even just as a goal for myself, like how can I be more impactful with my words? Um, how, can I, how can I find situations throughout my day to be intentional, to speak life and truth into somebody by encouraging them? And it may, I mean, as an introvert, like I don't just look for opportunities to speak, <laughs> uh, but can I start to find opportunities uh, when I see something great in somebody? Okay, so I see where you're going. I, I really like that because yeah. the idea is men speak truth, right? But men speak, right? This is, this is not passive voice. This That's is right. not... We can't just be quiet, right? As men, we've been given a responsibility to see something and then to say it. That's right. Right? And I think if, you know, we, we always try to, you know, find a little um, something for you to work on this week, right? Something mm -hmm. for you to do. I think yeah. that would be the great thing to do is um, you need to see something, right? When, when we did the Men Serve Others, I had somebody call me and uh, it was so funny. They said, you know, I listened to the Men Serve Others and I just I looked for people who served me that week, right? And ha it happened to actually be, you know, like a crossing guard um, you know, at a school and they're just watching these people, you know, out there and they went and bought them a Starbucks gift card and gave it to oh, them and said, you know, so hey, cool. thanks for serving. I, and I was like, that's so cool. But here's the thing. Um, for the men speak truth, let's focus on the speak part. Yeah. Right. Let's focus on the um, this week. Look for an opportunity to speak life, right, yeah. truthfully into somebody um, to say something positive that you see about them. Yeah. Right. To, in a sense, speak that into existence. Right. That. You know, say something positive to your wife, say something positive to your kids, say something positive to a coworker, or something that you see about uh, their character, right? Or about the way that they work or about just the kind of person that they are, that's right. right? That men speak. We don't just sit back quietly, That's right. right? And you may be an introvert, right? And that's fine, yeah, yeah. right? But men speak and men speak truth. So don't, don't give flattery. That's right. Right? But actually recognize something about a person, right? And then say that to a person this week. Yeah. yeah, we're intentionally trying to shape the reality that they're going to go and live their lives in. I love it. That's great stuff. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.